Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 38, Warrior Wrestling! Woo! Oh, yeah! Tonight with us in the studio, as always, is the master maestro of producing, Sretton the Savage. What's up, Sretton? I'm full of energy. (laughs) (laughs) He's full of energy drinks, and those things are giving him a heart attack if he don't lay off. And back with us again is local grappler, Drex O'Dell! What's up, Drex? How's it going? It's going. It's going good, man. It's just, uh, He's also full of energy. It's full of energy. I need to crack open my bang. <laughs> and our very special guest tonight is a gentleman that goes by the name of Steve. Steve is one of. Is it one of? Can I say you're one of? I, I'm one of many things. One of uh, a few promoters. Sure. Are you? Are what? Should I call you the CEO? I yeah, President Czar. Okay, he is the star of Warrior Wrestling. There we go, which has an event coming up on January fifth. Which I, I, it's called Warrior Wrestling Three, but I like to call it the Stacked as Hell card because it's yes, (laughs) there is an amazing card. And uh, tonight we want to bust it down for you guys and let you know what's going on as far as the matchups and what Warrior Wrestling is all about, where they've been, where they're going. I always like to throw up that Forrest Gump line in, you know what I'm saying? Where they gone? Where they been? <laughs> and all that good stuff. So we want to tap into that right now. Steve, tell the people what we got coming up on January 5th. Well, hello, people. Um, we have our What do you mean, third- people? <laughs> uh, third Warrior Wrestling show. We did two shows in 2018, one on May 11th, one on September 2. And on the 5th, we think it's going to be the best show we've got uh, so far. We've got an absolutely stacked card. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's ridiculous. Like anybody in the Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana that doesn't attend this, is you're missing out. Yes. It's, it's all these guys, for the most part, I think 99.9% of them are on TV. Yep. You're going to know who they are. If you know wrestling, it's it's you're going to get a jub-jub. There you go. The goal with all of these shows, and this one especially, is to lay out a show that is so ridiculous. If you are a wrestling fan, there's no way you can't go to this. Right. From star power to match quality to different styles and types of wrestling— if you like Lucha Libre, if you like modern indie style, if you like to see legends, if you like women's wrestling, if you like anything about wrestling, there is something for you on this show. And if there isn't, then we've failed. 
No, no, I mean, it's, I totally catch the vibe you're throwing out because it's, I'm going to throw this out there. I, I think the card is a little bit equally stacked as the all in card was like, that's how excited I am about this. I'm going to, I'm going to put that out there. That's so for you guys out there in the JP Wu, they're listening. (laughs) That's how beefed up it is. This card is on peds. We're, we're trying, uh, that, that is always the goal. It's to build a show that me and the other guys who are, who make warrior wrestling, if this show existed, we would drive to Cleveland. We would drive to St. Louis. We would drive to wherever to see it right. because it's that damn good. And, yeah. and, and if we don't hit that, and we do a lot behind the scenes before we announce any matches, and it's not, we have the luxury of being able to, to put a lot of this together before we promote any of it. Mm-hmm. And we don't promote any of it until we feel like we've got that combination. Right. So. Well, from what I've seen, you guys, your plan has been well executed. It's uh, it, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, let's run down the list of a sure. few other match uh, cards. Uh, main event title match: Brian Cage, who's our champion, the Swolverine, the Swolverine, the guy who is absolute. I am obsessed with Brian Cage, and not to cut you off, but I don't know. Uh, you're on Twitter. You guys are on Twitter. Oh yeah. Um, he the first time I came across this was on Twitter. We're very heavily involved at JP Dub Podcast. You like that? Oh, I know mm. I do. Um, <laughs> was it was I think it was for Halloween where he dressed up as Bane. Yeah. Holy shit! He looks like he just walked out of the comic, like yep. from the pages of the comic. And Tom Hardy, who I don't care, all you chicks out there freaking out and drooling over that. You know, you don't know nothing about the Wolverine. <laughs> he looked just like a legit Bane, dude. That yep. he's like, this is how Bane should look. And I'm just like, oh my god, like, holy crap! And he's a huge comic book guy too. Total nerd. Yeah, yeah. Who was the uh, wrestler that actually played Bane in the? Oh, that really was uh, Batman. the the I Ultimate remember. Solution from WCW. That was, it was the guy who had the huge arms. Mm-hmm. Um, they called him the Ultimate Solution or the Final Solution or something like that in WCW. Ah, uh, you're yeah, testing my knowledge. I know it. Right? No, no, he did. He did. Head, it's Jeep Swenson. Jeep Swenson. Ooh. He's built like a Jeep. Hey, hashtag Juice Knows. <laughs> <laughs> Bohu. Yep, Jeep's, there you go. There you go. Damn, See, this, is, this is why so I'm so good. impressed when I listen to the podcast. Like you just got it on. Yeah, I try. I might forget. You know, we're, movie, we're, movie I'm, quotes. I'm slugging down a few of these uh, little Coors originals. You know, it's the banquet beer. It's the banquet, and all of a sudden, I feel like Sam Elliott's in my left ear. Um, so getting back to what you were saying, Steve, about this uh, card, we got Brian Cage versus Bandito, yes. who is amazing. I my first experience with Bandito was at All In, oh, okay. watching him and. Um, I cannot believe what's going to happen. Yeah, and we think Cage and Bandito match up really well. Mm-hmm. So Cage, obviously a power guy, but he can move. He That's, can fly. He, he can... is the next evolution to me in pro yes. wrestling. Like a guy who is giant. He's a Scott Steiner build, but he moves like a Rey Mysterio. Brian Cage is like what happens in all the Jurassic Park sequels, mm-hmm. where they genetically merge different dinosaurs. And they're like, it's a raptor, but a T Rex, and also a pterodactyl. Right? Like that's Brian Cage. Yeah, he has crazy power, mm-hmm. crazy charisma. He can do chain wrestling. And at our second show in September, he hits this spot where he hits a plancha on everybody, mm. dives over the ropes, hits the whole pile, rolls off the pile onto his feet, and then walks up the bleachers with his hands in the air. Oh, and he's I was, looking tough as. Oh, 
my God. I'm, I'm sitting next to my right-hand man, my buddy Eric, and we just looked at each other and went, that is our champ. Yeah. There is nothing that this hybrid mutant man cannot do. You've literally got me thinking of a brontosaurus doing a standing moonsault right yes. now. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. Brian's another guy I've interacted with on social media numerous times, and he's great dude, man. Yep. Great dude. Nicest human being in the world. So a little behind-the-curtain story. On our first show in May, mm-hmm. Brian was one of the first guys that my buddy Eric, who's like my bouncing ideas, right-hand man, talent wrangler, everything guy. Eric was doing the pickups at the airports for us with the guys. Brian's the first guy we pick up because he took a red eye in from Southern California and it was nuts. Right. And Brian... SCU? Yep. And uh, Brian's driving in the car with my buddy Eric and immediately is just asking Eric all these questions about the show. How's the card laid out? How'd you guys get into this, etc.? And he's just giving him advice and tips and ideas. That day on that first show in May, I ended up in the locker room talking to Brian for like a half an hour, just giving us advice on on show flow and things like that and what he'd do differently and things to think about. Absolutely no, no, you know, it doesn't pertain to him whatsoever. He's just there to help. And he's, and he's not overbearing. He's not a know-it-all. He's just trying to help us as that, that time, first-time promoters. Yeah. You guys should consider this, consider this. I'd be happy to help with this. The nicest guy in the world. So in addition to being this mutant prototype performer. Yeah. And a total nerd and, and geek and everything, awesome human being, yep. awesome. awesome human being. And when you know when we had the decision for Warrior Two after that War of Attrition match, who's going to come out? Who's going to be the champ? We very legitimately had the discussion of who do we want to represent us. Hmm. So obviously we're associated with a school, so we're a charity. So you want somebody who's a, a clean, upstanding individual to begin right. with. But this is the guy who we were thinking. You know what? When he gets interviewed by the newspaper, which he is this week, and when he gets interviewed here and there. He represents everything that we stand for. So can't say enough good things about the guy. Yeah, he's he's a great dude. And to me, uh, I hope he stays away from WWE. I mean, financially, yes. I mean, whatever. Yep. He can make the money there. But he's doing so much great stuff on his own. And he yep. is going to be one of those guys we're going to be talking about 20 years from now. Yes. Like Brian Cage is a freaking machine. Yep. I'm a machine! <laughs> and kudos to Lucha Underground because they're the ones that really propelled him yep. and gave him that that character you know i mean he did do the impact gut check and all that and had a little bit of exposure there but lucha underground is the reason why he is being booked everywhere yep. like a monster right now yeah and impact wrestling and i'm glad that he came to impact dude i always thought uh right before the anthem sports took over i was like man you know what tna really needs is like these younger Super indie guys that mm-hmm. are indie darlings, if you if you will, <laughs> and uh, I, w- I was always like, man, I was talking to my son, like, what if Pentagon was in Impact or Brian Cage, and then it happened. Yep, and then all of a sudden things started to rise up. Yeah, back on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, no, I just can't say enough good things about this guy. I'm yeah. he he gets me super pumped up, and that's why I mean. I am super. I've always been a huge wrestling fan, but especially in, in the now, the last couple of years, we are in this renaissance yes. and revolution of professional wrestling. Where now, I mean, you know, we're one of many podcasts. We're probably the best, but you know, we're one of many. And that to be as excited as I am to come on here, like I do weekly, and talk about this stuff, and he's one of the reasons, straight up, why I do it. Because yep. the guy, he makes you feel it, dude. He makes you believe. Yep. So you, you, we were talking offline earlier about music and bands and touring. Right. And it's like, 
if you've got an incredible music scene where you've got bars and clubs, if it's like the Sunset Strip in L.A. in the 80s mm-hmm. or you know the punk rock scene in New York in the late 70s, early 80s. Or grunge in Seattle. Or, or grunge in Seattle in the 90s. Yep. There's so many good talents and so many good places to see those talents. Yep. It's kind of like just go to one of the clubs. You're going to see some incredible stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what indie wrestling is right now. It's there amazing. There is so much, and they're all so different, mm-hmm. guy-to-guy, promotion-to-promotion, as we were talking offline earlier, different promotions with different flavors. This, if, if you are not alive and thriving as a wrestling fan, right now then you don't love wrestling no i mean this is the time i i totally agree it's the return of the territories Mm -hmm. it's here and i am so happy that we are finally living in an era where i i can do this show i don't have to talk about wwe Mm -hmm. now granted it's a staple and from time to time we will but i don't use that as my main you know i i don't get how people can do every week like we're gonna do a raw review and a smackdown review like oh my god like five hours of any show Every, any product every single week yeah. is really difficult, and then you want to throw on, you want to be well rounded and watch Impact or, you know, Ring of right. Honor or even New Japan for that matter, or their local right. scene or the Super Indies. It's but it's like it's it, difficult. It it is difficult, but it, there's not enough good things to say about that product. You know, it's like that's why it's amazing to see now, like with all the Indies and even I hate to call like Impact and ROH and those guys. Like indies, yeah. you know, I, I really don't consider them indies. They're promotions, you yeah. know, that are, they have major deals. They're doing stuff. They're televised, yada, yada, yada. I, uh, I just think it's great that they are around to help the wrestlers. Like we were talking about earlier before when we were uh, off, off camera, I want to say off camera. <laughs> <laughs> when we were not recording, yeah. uh, we were talking about how um, it's great to have places for guys to go to we were talking about like when the the wcw ecw buyout Mm -hmm. and i was kind of like you know telling you guys how i was oh man it was it was heartbreaking because where were guys gonna go and now that you have that it's 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 literally a plethora of promotions and everything that these guys can go and make money and not have to go to vince or trips and be like and succumb to that um creative uh, not freedom, but how how would you put that in the words? You know what I'm saying? Like they they wouldn't have any sort of control over their character. Yep. They would get buried, much like we've seen with a lot of good talent in WWE. Yep. And that's that's one of the great things I think going on in professional wrestling now. And it's more like professional wrestling for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna use the <laughs> comparison to like craft beer. Yes. It's I. Everybody's got a flavor. It's all out there, and it's huge, dude. It's huge right now. And I think professional wrestling in 2018 and beyond is just like craft beer. And it's it's man, it's it's the talk of the town now. Like I can't imagine, you know, when we were kids, like or at least for me, it's like you go to school every day and you're like, oh man, you see what happened on Nitro last night or what the NWO did. Nowadays, it's like they have so much more, dude. And it's like. Even to the point where it can be, like when we were talking on the phone a couple of days ago, it could be a hipster thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. You know, as long yeah. as there's that sort of thing going on, it goes back to the craft beer thing, man. That's how big wrestling is. Yeah. The only downside with all the the stuff these days is like you know talking about the hipster thing and all that. The only thing that's aggravating for me it's as a fan fans. and as a wrestler, and I'm sure for you as a promoter as well, is that wrestling fans 
are, are almost as bad as Star Wars fans. They ruin things, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just, it's difficult. I mean, you want it, you want the product, but you want it the way you want it. Dude, TNA uh, and Impact's to... a perfect example. Yeah. They, fans shit all over that, even when they were doing good. They just wanted to dog yep. it and dog yep. it and dog it. And they've finally kind of gotten away from that. And I'm so happy because being I, I was a huge TNA guy from the beginning. You know, I went to house shows, pay per views, yada yada yada. Like you were saying, there's a there is a competitor, yes. a possible viable, yes, an alter, and even if not a competitor, an alternative, exactly. And uh, and they finally embraced the alternative moniker, mm-hmm. and it's working for them. And oh my god, it's just to have something like that now is yeah. just pure amazing. And I, I can't say enough good things about it. But wrestling fans, they they. They ruin wrestling a lot of the times, yeah. man. Is they want to shit all over everything, and yeah. I don't get it. Well, and you know we're you know we've been talking about you know Cage and just some of the stuff that popped up on Twitter the last couple of days. He's had to explain himself about. Oh something. yeah, it's like come yep. on, man. You do, that guy shouldn't have to explain himself about his views about anything at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. He's gonna do what he's gonna do. He's mm-hmm. gonna get his reaction. He's gonna get. Like you said, part of the reason why you want to do this podcast is because of guys like him. He's. One of the reasons why I got so much back into wrestling myself is like watching him and Michael Elgin and Spider Man yeah. the issues he's got yep. going on. Yep. Guys like that are the big old school guys who are impressive, athletic, doing things that is new school, mm-hmm. but their stuff looks real. It looks good. And that's what I'm a fan of myself. I'm a fan of the old stuff, but I. They're bringing it. wrestling back. <laughs> yeah. But just in general, just making it look like it, it's not just a fight. It doesn't look choreographed to me whenever I yep. watch this stuff. Cage, uh, I'm, I'm looking at your card here you've got coming up, and there's not really anyone on this it's entire ridiculous. show that I'm looking at that I'm like, eh, it's not believable. No. I'm, I'm going to let you go to the next one here, but I'm sure. just like yes. just telling yeah. you, looking at everything, I'm just like, this, this is great. These, I yeah. love watching every single person that's on this card so far. Yeah. So, And then that's the crazy thing about wrestling right now is this is our third show. Yeah. And in our first and second, they were just as stacked. We have access to this many incredible performers yeah. as nobody. Like right. literally nobody. Right. And you know, it took us in our first show, you know, once we got Del Rio on board and a few other guys, then everybody else said, Oh, this is legitimate. All right, we'll we'll start responding to your emails and your texts and tweets. But there are so many guys out there that you can come out of the woodwork and if you have the platform for them, they will come and they will perform and they will be unbelievable. Right. I mean that's that's how much of a golden era we're living in. I yeah, and I've been saying it for a long time. And even guys like Billy Corgan, who owns the NWA now, has been saying for a good long while, we are in a renaissance and people yep. need to recognize it and take advantage of it because it and buckle your seatbelts because it's gonna be one hell of a ride, man. Yep. Oh yeah. When I put Warrior Wrestling together a little over a year ago now, I pitched it to my boss, the president of our school, as a fundraiser for the school. And what school is that? Marion Catholic High School in Chicago Heights. Nice. And um, I had a whole PowerPoint presentation, because I'm a nerd, about um, why this would be a good thing for our school. And several chunks of that were, here's the growth of independent wrestling in the last several years. Because I was trying to convince my boss to spend a pretty penny that, to believe me that in in return, we would make a good deal of money for our school and it would be a good thing and be a positive. Yep. And so I had broken down trends of ticket sales from Ring of Honor and NEW and other promotions and the number of former WWE guys that are out there and these new up-and-comers and Twitter followers and all these things to, to convince him this is, we are at, you know... A, a viable a, commodity. This is about to hit a boom cycle. Right. This thing that is kind of this nerdy thing that the principal happens to also love 
he's telling you this thing is going to blow up. And not because I saw it. We all saw it. We yeah. saw this groundswell coming because we yeah. loved it. And now we're living it. We're living this boom cycle. Well, and then you also, if you can manage to bring in people who don't normally watch wrestling in general, it's like I, I grew up watching hockey. And you know, yep. I grew up watching the Blackhawks, even though they were never on home games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're playing. They're, hey, they're playing. You see those, not to cut you off, but you see the jerseys, the sweaters, and everything they're wearing. I'm going for Notre Dame. To, I'm, going, got, I'm going to that game. Oh, yeah. I've got my sweater. Got the b- yeah. b- I've got my sweater, the <laughs> black and white cane sweater. Oh, man, too sweet. Oh, exactly. my God. But, oh, like, it's so tough. When you take somebody to a live hockey event who doesn't watch hockey. Yep. They love it. Yep. It's great. You know, and when you take somebody to a wrestling show that's never been to one. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, hold on a They second. can critique and say what they want, yeah. but once they see something like what you're putting on, yep. Steve, yep. and I guarantee you the talent you have collected for this show is a perfect example of that. Exactly. Yep. So, you, I mean, even, even if it's just a few kids that are, like, diving into it, some maybe, I, we do a lot smaller shows, you know, and that kind sure. of thing. We don't have, the you know, the name on our stuff, but... Even seeing some people come out the first time, and it's like, I didn't even know this was in my backyard. Yeah. You know, Chicago yep. Heights is not that far away from most no. people in northwest Indiana. It's yep. not. I, you know, I work over in Illinois. I go through there regularly. Yeah. I know a lot of people out people, here are doing the think, same thing. People think the negative part. Chicago Heights, where they're at, nice area. It's yeah. totally fine. There's nothing wrong. But if you don't go to the show and you live locally and you're a huge wrestling fan, like you said earlier, you've got to have a good excuse for that. You have a family function? Yeah. We get it. But For sure. It's amazing. So moving on to the next match. Sure. So yeah, Cajun Bandito is the first one. And, and real quick on Bandito, mm-hmm. obviously just signed with Ring of Honor. Yep. Had offers from, uh, an informal offer from AEW, big offer from WWE. Yep. This guy is special. Oh, man, he's Absolutely great. special. He's great. And he's not, you know, I've heard people say, oh, he's a flippy guy. Yes, he does some aerial he's stuff. He's a spots monkey. He is not a spots monkey. <laughs> the guy is just talented. If the oh, spot man. makes sense, then yeah. do then it there's by nothing all means. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So these two, I think, are going to match up crazy. Power versus power. Obviously, Bandito can fly. But Bandito's a strong dude, too. Yeah, and a lot is. of people don't, unless you've seen him live and dude, seen and him. He's got a build to him he's too. Built. He's, yeah, like he can pick up some bigger boys. Mm-hmm. So that that we thought from just a match, styles make fights, right? We thought this is just going to make a killer main event. This I is love pro it. wrestling. I love it, dude. I, that's that, that's yeah. great booking. And and you kind of in you gave me an idea right here, and I want to see if you guys agree with me or not. Do you think Lucha Libre has taken over wrestling in the past couple of years? I think wrestling is a so kind of like it's MMA super hybrid. When MMA started, you had all these different types of fighters, right? And then now you have this joint MMA style that is oh, MMA. Yeah. I think pro wrestling is the same thing. I think indie wrestling 2018 is a little lucha libre, a little Japanese strong style, mm-hmm. a little WWE story style, yep. um, some of the old school stuff coming back. What about that British strong style, British strong oh, style yep. as well. It's everything. You can't be an MMA fighter right now yeah. without several styles. Same right. thing with an indie wrestler in 2018. Exactly. And I think that's a lot of WWE's downfall is. They are an outdated product. Yeah, the way their show is produced, the way everything is happening, and like it, and it's so weird because a company that is publicly traded that has access to so much money and just media outlet, and they haven't caught on to this yet. I mean, it, there's hints of it, you know, but like guys who are how you consume, and Billy Corgan said it best. Yeah, wrestling has changed the the way we consume professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. My God, I gotta watch USA on Monday night. No, you don't have to. I can go on YouTube and watch MLW Fusion, mm-hmm. or I can go and I just found out tonight that Impact was uh, changing to uh, Pursuit. Pursuit, Pursuit which TV, I've, yeah. I've never heard of Pursuit myself, but I'll find it now. 
Whatever. I mean, but you could go on the Fight app and find all mm-hmm. kinds. The way you can consume wrestling has totally changed. Yeah. From what WWE standard product was. And there's for some reason that do they do some stuff outside of that guideline? Yes. But it's very nil. And they're running the same show essentially yeah. they've been running for 50 60 years it's homogenized so yeah. uh, so we yeah. were talking hockey a minute ago hockey is one of my favorite sports diehard black hawks the, oh. <laughs> yeah i was talking to you on the phone didn't you just say yeah i think just, i just came from a hawks game yeah. i was going to a hawks game a the, win too they I won know. nice oh, man. it's so, finally i was over 12 Q. before that <laughs> I hadn't seen a win since the 16-17 season before Tuesday night in person. Uh, the only game I've gone to so far this season, they did win. I'm a little bit of a good luck charm. Well, you're the go, guy. But there you go. I'm going on Sunday. <laughs> Drex! <Nice. laughs> well, outside of hockey, my other sport is college football. Yeah. Nice. And I have this analogy for WWE. WWE is the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Indies are college football. In the NFL, basically 32 teams play the same exact game. Yep. It's I think NFL football is Boring as it's, hell. But look it, what's happening with the XFL. You have the AA. Well, now you're getting alternatives popping up. But if you watch yep. college football, you're going to see 15 different oh, yeah. offenses. You're yep. going to see West Coast. You're going to see spread. You're going to see all these different. It's types. Starting to integrate it's, more into the NFL too. Yeah. Just like WWE start. Right. You know the Seth Rollins of the world are starting yep. to creep up. But generally, the WWE is meh. Whereas the Indies, you see all this different stuff. It's so cool. And unfortunately, it also comes from a, a, from a business standpoint. The, the you're talking about a company. You're talking about publicly traded. They're beholden to they have shareholders. Standards, yeah. They yeah. have to meet certain standards so Practices, they can sell all merchandise and so they can sell advertising. Right. The TV deal the alone thing, though, going to Fox. Here's like, the thing, and that's when you say to sell stuff, the Yum Bucks are the perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Selling merchandise, I guarantee you, dude, the Yum Bucks sell way more merchandise than a lot of the guys in the WWE. Mm-hmm. But you got these people, these corporate figureheads that think you need to do something or, well, hey, Oreo Cookies is going to drop their commercials <laughs> if well, we don't I mean, do this think, or we if we do do this. You know? And I think this year they just announced that within the last couple of weeks I saw one of the dirt sheets that John Cena, for the first time in like 10 years, is not the number one no. merchandise seller at WWE. Nope. And people always buy Cena merchandise. You know right. what I mean? It's like... Mm-hmm. Everywhere, every show you go to, there's a, a bunch well, there's of there's a lot of jaded fans now, WWE fans, because they know what's out there in the indies. They do, yes. but they also try to bring in everything. Else. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand that it, it, very different products that we've talked about to death. Like, in the area, there's a bunch of different products no matter where you go to. Right. WWE still caters to the family friendly kind of thing now. They are the 80s product, but now they are in a world where, hey, Vince McMahon can't say, well, we're gonna go with the attitude, and we're gonna, they can't do that now. No, they can't. But and they are very much still stuck. You know what I'm saying? They were yeah, stuck no. in that same product they were. Yep. But they, there's no way out of it now, really. Well, and it comes back to to really quality writing and, and wittiness and creativity. Oh, God, so, yeah, I, I, I hate, <laughs> they I, don't have. That. I, I push back on the argument. Of, oh, they're PG. Bring so back Freddie Prince Jr. They could swear and bleed; it wouldn't be any better. I'm with you on that, actually. Oh, Freddie <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. He was yes. good. He's have an you listened fan. to his interviews about how he coached guys to act? Oh, and I think wasn't his grandfather a wrestler as yeah. well? So, yeah, so yeah. it's like yep. he got it. Like he was around he's the legit. business a little bit. Like that is like a guy. Corgan, dude. I mean, yeah, this guy knows his fan. You know, a fan is a fan. Not always what you want to see as a fan is going to make money. Money and you have to kind of find that balance, and that's, that's right. Really I know who Jeep Swenson is, but I ain't getting a yeah. fucking check for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey man, O'Doyle rules exactly. But uh, yeah, let's get getting back into uh, 
your matchups here. Sure. So we had Cage Bandito. Uh, second one from the top is we think an absolute dream match: Pentagon and Phoenix, Lucha Brothers. Oh God, yeah. Then <laughs> that's a huge selling point oh, for me. They are the best tag team. Uh, they're, they're well, it's so hard to right. say that. Young Bucks. A Lucha Bros, LAX. When they mean, let, could you imagine that as a triple threat? And when they let and them the Briscoes, it, Dash and Dawson are honestly some of my favorite tag team out oh, there right now. When man. they let them do what they did in right. NXT, those two yes. th- amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fists, Great. no flips. Yeah, hey, fuck the revival. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love when so Cody good. came back on BTE after he came out of that thing where he's like. He was in this weird, he was possessed, but and he's like spouting off WWE facts. His eyes were glazed over like Scorpion <laughs> from Mortal Kombat. He's like, in 1997, Roddy Piper fought Goldust in WrestleMania. He's like spewing all this shit, you know? And then he finally comes back. And uh, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I lost it. <laughs> I had it there. I had it there, but I lost it. He came back to FTR. and that's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He did. Yeah, and he comes back, and they're like, oh, he's. Oh, they because what they had Christopher Daniels come out and yep. do like the exorcist thing and, mm-hmm. and the fallen angel and he exercises his demons. He comes, I was like, is he all right? He's like, I to, I go in and check. I think it's all right. And he comes in and he's just like, they're sitting there with him and he's sweating. He's like, fuck the revival. I'm like, <laughs> yes, dude. Great storytelling. Yes. Oh, BT is the best story. The best in the game, dude. We today. talked about All In earlier. Besides Lucha Underground, I do I oh, love Lucha's what Lucha good. does. But BTE, basically, All In was a nine month build from a YouTube show. Yeah, dude. And every angle paid off perfectly. Mm-hmm. Those guys, you know, you mentioned earlier, there's such this creative drought in WWE. Those guys are so creative, and they have the freedom yep. to do what they want on their own. That's why they. That's why they don't go. That's why they turn yep. down the seven figure deal. Exactly. Now they're also going to make a boatload of money on their own. Yeah. But they just. They can do incredible things off on their own. It's it's great. It, it's great to see that because it's. I'm sorry, man, but WWE is not the be all end all. No, it's not. No, and it, it isn't anymore. No, no. So so we got Lucha Brothers, as you said, who are incredible. Oh god. Versus this the kind the of biggest. dream international team we put together of Matt Seidel. Yes, and, I love Matt Seidel. And we got the Ethan, got the Page, Ethan Page. Page. I was talking to Ethan though. I was like, you know what? I think you're a great wrestler. I don't like how they grouped you into the. You know, you when you first came in, they did you as the park, park and park thing, and he mm-hmm. looked at me kind of like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, then they got you with Matt Seidel, who I like, but I'm like, still, like, why do they have to put you with someone to prove yourself? And he's like, on every word I'm saying, agreeing, you know? Yeah. He is all ego, Ethan Page. So. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. let him be it, dude. Let him fucking be it. But going oh, back to the matchup. The man. So we, so originally we were going to have Page and Seidel versus the Lucha Brothers, and we switched oh, things dude. up a little bit because we booked A-Kid. Now, I'm sure you guys are familiar with A-Kid. Mm-hmm. Um for those anybody listening who isn't, first of all, what's wrong with you? Second of all, <laughs> Google the, the match. Google the match with A Kid and Ricochet or A Kid oh, and Zack Saber Jr. The Zack Saber Jr. And then Jr. after match. that, watch the Zack Saber Jr. versus Ricochet. Match. Oh my God, A Kid is so. We're bringing him in from Spain. Nice. And, and very specifically, we wanted A Kid in the ring with Phoenix. Because literally we said he's been in the ring with Ricochet. He's been in the ring with Sabre. Who else on earth should this guy be in the ring with? I'm getting goosebumps listening to this. The Lucha Brothers want to work as a team all through spring of 19. So they didn't want to break up and do singles. So we're like, all right, one way or another, we are putting A-Kid across the ring from Phoenix. Because, again, if you love professional wrestling in 2018, 2019, A-Kid and Phoenix in the same ring. If you are not driving and paying money for that, what, what are you doing? Yeah. So that we think is just gonna just burn the place down. Oh, it's, it's gonna be one of those moments for sure. It's it's 
Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking jack right Woo. now. Yeah. Me and my brother, we're gonna go to show. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I love it. It's gonna be fucking amazing. Oh, dude. Man. You get me fucking. I'm threatening. I'm gonna have to chop these fucking walls down. No. Jim like Duggan. the shredder knocking the pier down at the end of Turtle like Two. Kevin Nash, oh. Super Shredder. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure he gets sick of people asking him, "Oh, were you in Ninja Turtles 2? And he's like, "Fuck off, kid." Yeah. Yes, I was. He's gonna stand up next to the. By the way, that'll be twenty five dollars. Thirty dollars for an autograph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. met Nash. He was awesome when it, when my son was a little kid. He was actually super cool at Wizard World. But uh, next. So all right. So those two are big. Uh, we've also got Huge. Tessa Blanchard and Britt Baker. <laughs> who we were talking offline earlier. About Britt Baker, episode. who is with uh, Adam Cole. Britt Baker, yes, yep. with Adam Cole, son of the recently deceased. Rest in peace, Dynamite. I'm Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, defender for the U.S. Women's National Team, and as of now, your new favorite podcast host. Join me on the Just Women's Sports Podcast as I sit down with some of the biggest names in sports to talk about the untold stories behind their success. Featuring Olympians, MVPs, world champions, and breakout stars, the Just Women's Sports Podcast tells the real story of what it's like to be a professional athlete today. Find Just Women's Sports wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. My kid. Yeah, and or uh, I said son. <laughs> Did I say son? I yes. screwed up and said son. I'm sorry, daughter. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Coors Light or Coors Banquet beer. What did you do to me? <laughs> and, and shout out to Adam Cole, who actually uh, surreptitiously was hanging out backstage at Warrior Wrestling 2. Really? Yes. To nice. cheer on Brit and obviously could not appear as part of the production right. in any way, shape, or form. The coolest she comes out dude. She old music, right? She did, she did for All In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coolest dude in the world. If you want to talk about meeting a wrestler who is just a fan and a great human being, yeah. can't say enough about that guy. Nice. I wish I him like all the Adam best Cole. in the world. Yep. So Britt and Tessa, we talked earlier too about Tessa is just lightning. Ugh. First time I saw Tessa Baker or Tessa Blanchard wrestle, it was hey, you fucked up. I did. <laughs> I did, man. Hey, Brody I'm glad. Everybody's drinking the Coors, okay? <laughs> it's the banquet At beer. At least it's not the Kool-Aid. Rocky Mountain Cold. <laughs> Jim Jones. Tessa Blanchard, it, I, I saw her wrestle in Shimmer last year, nice. a year and a half ago. It was in Berwyn, and she was wrestling a tag match, I think with Britt against a, another team. And there was a little girl in the audience who was harassing Tessa. And Tessa was on the apron, giving it right back to this little girl. And then Tessa tagged into the match and wrestled while continuing to have an argument with this little girl and that was a moment where just as a fan just a dude sitting there i went this is something special because she absolutely gets all the trappings psychology of what man. wrestling is ring psychology i mean look who her father dude tully yes. uh, you couldn't have had a, a better teacher 
than one of the original Four Horsemen. Tully was the shit back in the day, dude. He's one of yeah, my favorite of the Four Horsemen. And what he's talking about with her, like, that is one of the reasons why I love Kevin Owens so much still yes. at WWE yeah. because he still interacts with everyone yeah. in the first 20 freaking rows remember, like he's on an indie shit? show in a bingo hall. Back in WCW with Hogan and NWO, and there's a lot of gifts and memes about this where the old lady is, like, talking shit to when he gets out of the ring. He's like, oh, she, like, goes to smack <laughs> at him. He's, like, still talking shit to her. Like, that... I love that type of stuff, man. So the same thing is like the Tessa thing. I saw Owens when as Kevin Steen and Peter. Right, I love in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I love Scum and ROH. Oh my god, Steen! They were doing. They were outside of the American Legion Hall. They were doing uh, a WrestleCon show in an air, in an airport hotel near LAX. And Steen, some guys harassing Steen during this match. Steen spends the entire, literally the entire match arguing with this fan while wrestling. Yep. And I, my buddy, who was not a wrestling fan, was with me at that show. He just came along, like we talked about earlier, a guy tagging along. And my buddy just kept elbowing me like, this guy's incredible. Yes, he is. And when Steen signed with WWE, I sent my buddy, who'd never seen any wrestling after that, the article. And my buddy was so happy because he loved this guy. Yep. It's those great performers that get interacting with an audience whether it's we talked earlier it's stand-up it's improv it's jazz it's punk rock whatever if you get how to key into an audience and play back and forth on their fire it's unbelievable and i think tessa has that tessa is made of lightning that girl is incredible and she craps thunder rock yeah (laughs) (laughs) and she's super adorable yeah I didn't so, say that at least. Britt Baker as well obviously holds her own killer wrestler, killer right. personality, a doctor. She's a dentist on top of it. So yep. that match, those are probably two of the best female wrestlers out in the world right now. Oh, yeah. And I, like we were talking about earlier before we recorded, uh, I love Tessa Blanchard's DDT. Yes. That is the most amazing fucking finisher I've seen in a long, long time. Yep. And you can do all the fancy shit you want. It's not super fancy, yep. but it is so impactful and believable. And just, oh, man, the way she executes it. The match, our second show had this big, crazy match called The War of Attrition. Eight dudes, tons of big names. Ray was in it, whatever. The match that stole the night Ray from who? most people. Ray Mysterio. King of mystery. Um, Tessa versus Jordan Grace. Yep. They uh, Jordan Grace beat is awesome. the snot out of each uh. other. Ended in a DQ brawl. The place was chanting, let them fight, as they were getting dragged to the back. You talk about impactful moves that look real, that look like, oh, my God. The two of them are fantastic. And they're yes. both. Tessa's got Britt. Jordan's got Kylie Ray. Oh, yeah. I would not. Kylie Ray's so- awesome, too. Oh, my God. She's just quick and mm-hmm. crisp and amazing. And Jordan's just a powerhouse. Yep. I would not be surprised to see Tessa and Jordan again down the line for us because it was such a killer match at two. I like that. I've got a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So we got all those on the card. Uh, Another huge match headline anywhere. Two former ROH champs, two former Impact champs. Oh, this is Eddie Edwards, Austin Aries. Oh, wow. I couldn't... See, I saw Austin Aries on there. I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Yep. Because he's drawing a lot of heat from like... he is. But is he working you or not? You know, like... I have no idea, and I'm not asking. But I know he's great he, to work with for us. He was the belt collector at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Now I know he's the belt desirer, <laughs> if that's a word. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that Eddie Edwards, and I love what he's doing right now in Impact. Like oh, the just... insane, he's killing that fucking gimmick. Yep. And the whole story they're telling with Moose, who is another guy who was on yep. your show, yeah. and they're just killing that as well. Austin Aries, I've seen him perform live with TNA. 
he, uh, when we did uh, episode 36 about the great Muda, I think Austin Aries took a lot of his mannerisms yeah. from Muda, dude. Huh. Yeah, you realize how he moves in the ring? That's Muda, dude. I've never thought of that. That's totally accurate. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, super excited to see that. And then uh, I would hope Eddie's got, does he call his stick Kenny? The kendo stick? I, I believe so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have Drop to talk to him and see if it's you. it's gonna make its way in the bag, or we're gonna have to procure some in the Chicago area. But procure? I mean, it's in his promo picture here. I know, I know. I, I, I yeah, guess yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. deliver. It, that's gonna there. be a great match. That's, that's gonna be those guys fight. can go. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we've also got this crazy six man lucha rules tag match. Mm. Sam Adonis, who is the epitome of great heel. Mm -hmm. Just every old-school heat-generating thing you can think of. Uh, Sam Adonis, Titan, and Super Crazy. Oh, dude, if it was here, would be marking out, ECW, ECW, ECW. Oh, man, I I fucking love Super Crazy. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But it makes it even better. Who is the other team? Pat oh, Monix, yeah. who's a local fantastic yes. baby there face. Good. There Total, you go. Just straight up white meat baby face, all you can imagine. And his partners are Daga, who's Daga's an incredible This guy's ear ripped off. What, wasn't that? Low key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MLW, right? Yeah, yes. So. And Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon! Fuck yeah, you dude. You want to talk WCW. about one of the original belt collectors, man? Oh, yeah. Like the big yeah. picture with him with all the You know bra. what? I stand, I'm just off topic for a split second. Yeah. I stand and tell you, I believe. That Sonny was his, his manager's name was Sonny, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Sonny Ono. Sonny Ono, Sonny Ono, I think, was the creator of the selfie. He had like one of the original <laughs> digital cameras out with him at WCW, posing yeah, and taking yeah, pictures with him constantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes, dude, I loved it. Hey, Ultimo Dragon, you guys go out there and bust out those sixty fours and uh, play WCW <laughs> NWO Revenge. Dude. Yep. Yep. Yeah, hey, we'll be doing another tournament. That's for sure going to be the second one. Just dug up my 64 because I, I moved a year ago and I was still not done unpacking. I just found my 64. Hey, and I I'm going to kick your ass. Pick it up sometime. I'm going to kick your ass this, in that this game. This matchup alone is just amazing. Just like, I love Daga for all. For, for yeah. All, like, just watching him like on Lucha. I didn't start Lucha until after the third season was about to start okay. broadcasting. But it's great. He's fantastic. Super crazy, like you talked about. Oh. Just going back. Like, I've yeah. never, I've Fuck not the seen Mexicals, though. <laughs> we ain't talking about the Mexicals. <laughs> We're talking about EC Dub. But a Adonis and Pat Monix, like that's I'm really I'm happy to see Pat on there. Yes, like that's nice. fantastic. Yep, Pat is just the epitome of a babyface. Yep. And at our second show, Adonis came out for a promo after Pat's match with DJZ, beat the snot out of Pat, and tossed him out. Cut his promo, went and did his match. Pat came back later, attacked Adonis. So there's a bit of a, oh, yeah. a brewing thing there. And there you go. in this match, you've got each of them on one side. You've got a legend on each side, Crazy and Dragon, and then two guys that should just go. Teton oh, yeah. and Daga are going to yeah. tear it up. So. Nice. Very I, 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 yeah, Ultimo Dragon. That was. Ugh. Oh, man. man. We're I can't believe it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. like, I've never seen him wrestle, dude. I've always loved Ultimo Dragon, dude. There you go. There's he your can chance. Move, for, for all you old Nitro fans out there, you're going to want to see that. Yes. Uh, Andrew Everett versus Rich Swan. Nice, who dude. Are both just crisp, yeah, fast, super amazing. Cool. They had one match a couple years ago in PWG. It was excellent. And mm. now they're both years better at what they're doing so that yes rich was on our our last show and he was excellent uh moose and ethan page we were talking a little ethan page earlier one thing people don't realize about page page is a big dude he's a big boy he's a boy big dude you meet him in person he's built like a lineman i got that shirt right now represent the first time i saw him was at aaw and i saw him in the ring and i'm like you know he's 
I'm, I'm trying to decide, like, is he taller than I think he is? Yes. Because sometimes when you're sitting down, yeah, he is. Race, he do. He's got like, the length. Yeah, but then I saw and him the and talked to him very. <laughs> talked to him very briefly after the show. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's a lot bigger than yeah. I thought he was at first. It's like you know, sometimes it's a little deceptive when you're sitting yeah. in the crowd. But yeah, Moose is just another gigantic. Dude, of a human. And I yes. love the transition. Moose has been one of my personal favorite like NFL transitions. Yes, I think he's adapted really well to pro wrestling. And I love like in Impact, like the outfits he's been wearing and shit, dude. He's got like that super white, fucking <laughs> so Bruce Lee good. kung fu outfit on, and like just ridiculous over the top shit. Look like he should be in like Parliament Funk or something like yes. that, you know? I I love it. I love everything Moose is doing. I think he's on fire. That was a great addition for Impact and a super great addition for your show. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it makes a, it's going to be a Hoss match. Oh yeah, just oh, two yeah, big yeah. dudes who are also charismatic. Yep. They've got a lot of good spots to get the audience involved. You know, people. Everybody loves chanting for Moose. Page is a great heel, even we though think, he's a heel. Though I mean, he's yeah. a heel currently in Impact. But He'll get over still, like a face at our show. Yeah, I guarantee that, it. Moose. Guarantee it. It works. Hey, hey man, Cody said there's no such thing as as heels and faces anymore. Just wrestlers, and it just yep. matters what how the crowd Ra- interacts. I, to me, yep. Razor Ramon and Stone Cold ruined. They ruined it. They ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. Damn it. You ruined it. Oh man. Next, last uh, big. So we got nine matches on the show. The last one is. Uh, with our buddies from Freelance Wrestling, we're calling it the nice. free-for-all match. So basically, it's like oh. the Royal Rumble meets the Elimination Chamber. Twelve dudes, two start in the ring. Every two minutes, another guy comes in. You're, you're eliminated by pinfall or submission. So Some it's of my just favorites going in this match. Absolute. One of them being Brian Pillman, Pillman Jr. Jr. I cannot wait to see that dude and talk it's to him. Con- I was a huge, huge, I cannot over-exaggerate, yes. huge fan of his father. And yep. I love all the work that he's done that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot. Of, I love the New Heart Foundation MLW. and MLW. Yep, they have struck gold with that. That's yep. fucking amazing. It's gonna be so awesome to see him and just yeah. I love Brian Pillman. Yeah, shout out to Black Label Pro. That's the first yep. place I saw him live. And yeah. and I'm always obviously going to shows to enjoy him, but I've always got my eye towards who can really go, who's special. And like I mentioned earlier with Tessa, there's something about Pillman the way he sells, the way he just the way he struts in the ring, the way he interacts with the crowd. This guy gets star. Oh, yeah. You know, he's only a year and a half in the business, two years in the business. Right. But he gets whatever it is. And I think it's he's in his gonna blood, go man. Yeah. As long as you don't pull those guns out on Stone Cold. No. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Austin 316, meet Mr. 45. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Oh, Brian Pillman Jr., another great dude that I interact with on social media. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that. But who else is involved in that match? Whole bunch of guys. So we got the ego Robert Anthony, so our second ego on the show, who's nice. you know long time Chicago. Lego my ego. There you go. Uh, Isaiah Velasquez, Matt Nix, a guy named Wardlow, who's a huge dude. He was on WWE's Undercover Boss episode, and actually is is kind of in an interesting relationship with WWE. But he's working indies around the country. Yeah. Uh, came highly recommended by DJZ. Big dude nice, can move, nice. can wrestle. Um, so Space Monkey. Uh, oh, Space Monkey is the shit, dude. Yes. The, the Space Pirates, right? The tag yes. team? Yeah, yeah. He, he's awesome, man. <laughs> I saw him at Black Label Pro. He did the spot with his tail. It was super awesome. He's, he lives the gimmick. Yes. That's awesome. He is super cool. I saw him on Chikara maybe a year and a half, two years ago, and I'd heard of him, and I went to go see the Chikara show. I'm like, really? Space Monkey? <laughs> and two minutes into the match, I was like, never mind. Sold. I take it all back. Sold. Space it's Perfect. Monkey! Yep. Perfect. So him, Shane Saber, um, Mark Wheeler is going to be in the match as well. Isaiah Velasquez, uh, just 
Kobe Durst, a lot of those. Oh, guys Kobe from Durst, Alpha another yeah, yep. another great guy. He's uh, currently, I think, he's the Indiana uh, State champion for, for Black, Black Label, Label Pro. Yes, yep. yep, and they're all just awesome workers, great, mm-hmm. great dudes, great human beings. And so that match is going to tear it up because you get a lot of oh, those guys yeah. from Freelancer Alpha One who've known each other for forever, and you put them in the ring together, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be fucking exhausted after this event, yeah. dude. It's, <laughs> it's just going to be, be a lot. Oh man, I can't wait. Threat, are you going to go to this or what? Yes, you going to. It's going to be. It's going to be. <laughs> I, awesome. I just started making a list of the people that are. I'm. I'm not even going to ask permission to take with me. Like <laughs> other drag people, them. To dragging just, along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a young, it's a younger, some some younger people to get them and good. Infected with the wrestling. <laughs> that's, that's right. Have a little wrestling, kids. Yeah. Hey, everybody's Stop doing it. You First want. days is free. You'll get friends on social media. All right, enough of that. <laughs> and I creep. Yeah. We keep it on the down low. I wish you guys all three didn't sing that. <laughs> that was great. That, that was, was a moment. That yeah, was. That was. Yeah. Not for me. That was in ring psychology one one. Yeah. No, but we're we're absolutely pumped for the show. Our goal is generally we're going to do three shows a year, so we do right. spring, winter, and a fall. And if we're going to do it, we're going to do it as absolutely God. big as we possibly can. It's fucking huge, man. So. I, I I'm super pissed that I wasn't aware. Of any previous things, I well, I, I, I kind of think poorly. it was. No, no, I, I you know I also got into the game a little later, I guess. But uh, it, I'm super pumped for the show. And uh, just real quick, I want to kind of go because um, we were talking on the phone a couple days ago. I wanted to get into your background a, sure. just a little bit here. Um, you were telling me you were actually trained by Joey. King of Dong style. King of Dong style was my teacher. <laughs> Joey Ryan. Yes. That's fucking awesome. Yes, he was. So uh, what day did you learn the U-Porn Plex? <laughs> this was so like two weeks. The day he went to the tool plex. shed. <laughs> oh. He hadn't shared that with the world yet. He just taught us headlocks and rolls. And, you can't teach all. What oh. kind of headlock? Well, actually, it's another great name for that move. Right. That is good. Yeah. No, I, so I trained. I, so I lived in California. So real quick bio. So yeah, yeah. big fan in the 80s, Hulkamania, everything. Fuck Got yeah. out of it in the early 90s when everybody else kind of did. Mm-hmm. My buddies dragged me back into it in the late 90s. Literally, I used to make fun of my buddies who were wrestling fans. Like, that's so stupid. How could you watch it? Whatever. Steve, I never got out of it. I'm a fucking dork. Uh, why, why, I, don't know. I, I, was the, I was the jerk that thought I was too good for it. So I got dragged back in my, with my buddies who were just, I was merciless to them. And we were, we were like, you know, seventh grade. We were camping in my one buddy's backyard. I was making fun of everybody in, in the tent for wrestling. And they're like, all right, we're, dorks. we're going inside and we're showing you the videotape of this <laughs> pay-per-view from last week. I was like, yeah. all right, whatever. And we sat down and watched King of the Ring 98, which was Hell in a mm. Cell, McFoley and Undertaker, yeah, Steve yeah, Austin yeah. Kane. And this was like four days after it happened. And I watched it like like it came on the screen and my jaw was on the floor and I was wide-eyed. And it was like the moment in the Blues Brothers when God speaks to them in the gospel <laughs> church yeah. where you're like, this, I have seen God. <laughs> right. and, I, and so I was just 100% in after that, became the craziest wrestling fan in the world. Went to college, wrote my honors thesis on wrestling, uh, applied for a job with WWE, got kind of really long in the process for creative with WWE, ended up not getting that job, moved to California, started going to PWG before it was a thing, yeah, which is the, like the most hip- hipstery thing I'll ever say. <laughs> right. Um, trained at uh, Mach 1 in Anaheim with Joey Ryan and Johnny nice. Goodtime and a bunch of guys. Yep. Came back to the area, just started hitting up indie shows like crazy, going everything. And so then eventually down the line was like, you know what, I... 
I, for years I had run sketch and improv comedy groups and all these different things on the side, and I hadn't had a creative project for years. And the, the bug had been with me for forever. I need to start a wrestling organization. I need to start it. So I was going to start it separately, but one of my best friends, Eric, my right-hand man, is like, you got to do it at the school. He's like, you don't care about making money off this, do you? I was like, no, not at all. He's like, do it at the school. And then you, there's all of these things that kind of flow into the, we've got the venue, you've got the security, you've got the locker rooms, you've got the insurance, you've got all these things. And then every dime you make goes back to the school. So we, we started it last year in May. The show in May made a couple grand, not a ton, but we made money. Mm. The show in September, we, now with all of the sales online from um, High Spots and, and the residuals and what. And yeah, you guys things. are on High Spots. I'm yeah. glad you said the that. The second show made like 16 grand for scholarships for kids. Nice. That's awesome. So, That's like, I mean, great. so it's a great wrestling show. It helps kids go to our school. A lot of times people go, like, oh, you're a private school. Everybody's rich. No, dude. 75% of the kids at our school are here only on financial aid. And, and you know, and, and so they can only be here because we have a golf outing and a gala and whatever. Mm. And the wrestling show is one more thing that helps a kid get a really Secure good education. education. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it, I'm very blessed in that we had, you know, the support of people in the school. And so, anyway, long story short, um, that's what kind of drew me through all this. Very lucky to do it. And just, we're happy to keep it going, man. Steve, you're the fucking shit, man. I try. I try real hard. God damn it. Yeah. He just told me this story and like it's great, man. I, I when you we were talking on the phone earlier in the week, I was just amazed at your story. And I I really I super I dig it, man. It's a good cause. It's uh you know, you're super into it and it's I have I can't yeah. fucking say enough good things. I'm like speechless. Like it's it's what you're putting on and having it in like such a local area and it's not like a WWE thing. Like what you have booked is it's, it's fucking pay per view. Mm-hmm. I mean in high it will be on high spots, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And high spots was is high spots.com or it's it's high spots.com or high spots wrestling network.com. Right. They both go there. But they yeah. do a lot of things. I know the elite does a lot of things with high spots. Yep. Um, that's super cool, man. Yeah, we're we're very pumped, very blessed, and and, and I love wrestling. I've loved wrestling yeah. since I was a little kid, and then again since that moment when I you know saw God through Mick Foley's tooth in his nose. Um, and, and for me, now, my God, my God, <laughs> he's broken in half. With God is my witness. My God, pinata, pinata. So I mean, I just I love the the fact that we can do it. I love the fact that we can do something that I love that also gets to help the kids in my day job and my mission. You know what yeah. I mean? So it that, just and that's the shit. And what what is your day job? So I'm the principal of Marian Catholic, uh, and I also teach. Really? Yes. Matt Stryker. No, no. no not quite. <laughs> you, Matt Stryker, your teacher. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I, I was a teacher for several years and uh, became principal at Marion in 2014. This is my fifth year as principal. Nice. And it's a weird, I'm I'm an eclectic mess and a mix of many things, man. But Catholic education Good. and professional wrestling are two of the things that I absolutely yep. love. And you might not think the, those two go hand in hand. You go all across the country, there's Knights of Columbus Halls, Catholic churches, Catholic mm-hmm. schools hosting wrestling. And once people get out of their head that wrestling must be attitude era WWF, that wrestling must be sable, nude, and blood, and whatever. No, wrestling can be two luchadors, a guy from Spain, and Matt Seidel tearing it up in an Competition, incredible... Competition, man. Be a, like it, early yes. WCW. That's why I got into yep. it. It was... They weren't as much of the the smoke show that WWE was. Like, the characters, it was... They were... Yeah, they had the smoky, like... Because remember, WCW's programming always had, like, that, like, kind of dusky... There's a haze southern to it. Yeah, yeah. So I loved it. Venues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My God, give me a Budweiser and a Camel Joe! <laughs> uh, I love that shit, but it was more... 
I got into that because I, as I was getting a little bit older and like more into like wrestling. Yep. It was like, all right, okay. I still love Hulk Hogan and all that shit, but some of this shit's just a little weird. But these guys, like, they're really going at it and like beating yep. the fuck out of each other. Like, it's it's believable. Yes. The main thing with wrestling, the one word that is associated with professional wrestling the most is believe, believe. Yep. Believe. Yep. Not believe, <laughs> but believe. And. The way things are going nowadays, there's a lot of believing going on, man. Yes. There's, it's just it's it's straight up, and everybody knows what wrestling is. Mm-hmm. We don't sit in here, but we you know everybody knows what it is. And the way it is presented nowadays, even with the uh, what I like to call the new era of promoting, like how Lucha Underground does their stuff, how Impact is kind of taken from yep. that, and the Hardys have taken, and all that stuff. Which, by the way, Lucha is, I think, the pioneer. Robert Rodriguez and his Carew, Carew, Rod Carew, Carew. Hall of Famer Rod, Rod Carew, Carew. <laughs> O.J. Simpson, yeah, not yeah. a Jew. <laughs> oh, that's great! I, I that love the Hanukkah it. song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who is Hall of who Famer would? Rod Carew? <laughs> hey, we like to give the Adam Sandler blessings on this. You Bruce know? Springsteen isn't Jewish, but my mother <laughs> thinks he is. <laughs> I love it. I totally just lost it's what the topical. fuck I was going to say. <laughs> no, you're talking about believability. I think that's why New Japan is so popular yes. right now. Strong so style is the I have new showed thing. friends like Kota Ibushi matches. Oh, I've man, showed them Kenny Omega. I've showed them Okada. Yep. They can't watch WWE on Monday because it's just so it, choreographed and so clunky. It's, it you looks, watch Okada hit somebody and you go, damn. Yeah. That guy just hit that other guy. Yeah. It's, it's believability. That's yep. wrestling is sold on beliefs and it from day one it has been yep and even since the industry was exposed it is getting more back to and here's the perfect example um wwe just signed a deal with fox sports right and they're going to be doing the smackdown live on fridays which is kind of conflicting with me like why is impact going and they're going on friday nights and i'm like i don't get that but anyways that's another story another time another astral plane uh Fox Sports wants them to present their product as a more athletic yep. experience. Yep. You know, no, cut the, the fucking New Day throwing pancakes out, which may have been funny for five seconds. I got over it real quick. Yep. And they want more athletic competition, like much like you're seeing with Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. New Japan, and even Impact now. Yes. But those, all those promotions that I just mentioned do a supreme job of blending everything yes. in to give you the complete package that WWE has been lacking for, I, I couldn't even tell you. And that's why when they go to Fox in the fall of 19, mm. they absolutely have to have Triple H book SmackDown. Because NXT yeah, has, has to. NXT NXT's good. feels NXT like an old school good. athletic wrestling promotion. Yep. If if Triple H's vision is on the Fox SmackDown, it'll be exactly what Fox wants. Yeah. If they give Fox Vince McMahon goofy bullshit, Fox will not be happy and it will not do well. He's he's kind of made jokes too. You see when he came out and Raw, he's like, "Oh, I don't know what I, you know, obviously I don't know what you guys want anymore or anything." It's kind of like it's like he's talking shit, but it's true, you know, yes, you yeah. don't. Like Triple H, everybody for a long time is like, "What's going to happen when Vince McMahon either walks uh, you know, passes away or steps down?" WWE will be in better hands, yes. I believe. Yes, because creatively. then maybe the whole product, SmackDown and Raw, will become like NXT. Yes. And that's not a bad thing for business. That's my opinion, baby. Oh. <laughs> 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 
Hey, so Steve, where can everybody find you on social media? Yep, so we're Warrior Wrestling on Twitter. Second word, no vowels, so W-R-S-T-L-N-G. No, uh, no. R-S-T-L-N-E, Vanna? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Four consonants and a vowel. Uh, yeah. So Warrior Wrestling, no vowels in the second word. Uh, Facebook, Warrior Wrestling as well. We've got Instagram, same thing, Warrior Wrestling, no vowels. The website's warriorwrestling.net. And that's where we've got the tickets, got the card, got some really cool stories. Our buddy Kyle Symes does a write-up for every main event, and he's got a really cool profile of Cage and Bandito up there. Uh, We've got archives and links to the old shows that you can watch on High Spots. Um, Check us out, and and check out the show on on January 5th. Again, if you're anywhere within driving distance, or even if you're not, um, this is is the kind of show that you'd fly to L.A. to see at PWG. Well, we brought it to the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. It's all for a good cause. So if you like wrestling, you want to help some kids out, you, you can't go wrong. Cheapest ticket bleacher seats are thirty bucks. So I mean, you're not you know you're not getting it's not exorbitant prices. Yeah, you're Front not getting a bent more over. Yeah, but I mean, every every dime goes to to the kids. Beer sales, pizza sales. Oh, there will be beer. Oh, we yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next movie, there you, will be beer. You are not familiar with Catholic school fundraisers, my friend. <laughs> oh! There will be beer. We get a lot of great uh, local breweries to donate. Oh. And that's the other thing that's really cool being a, a fundraiser is a lot of people Steve. are here, take a keg of beer. Yeah. Flossmore Brewery is good. One Trick yep. Pony and Lansing always takes care of us. That's Blue awesome. Island Brewery, Revolution. Revolution? Yeah. I love Revolution IPA, yeah. man. Yep. It's great. They've all donated beer. You know, you, you know, 350 nice. and Tinley is yep. an excellent company. And man. we just told them what the show is. They're like, great. Here, take a keg. You know, nice. don't even want a tax letter. Good people. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Don't you know, Stevie? Yeah. I'll be there. Oh. 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 So, hey, did you guys have fun tonight? Yeah. Absolutely. Man. This was a blast. Absolutely. <laughs> Quote Tim and Eric. <laughs> you a big Tim and Eric fan? I've watched a little bit of it. And I've liked a lot what I've, of it. I, I know. I've got to catch up on some good things. I, I have a hard time catching up on anything in Adult Swim these days, man, with, yeah. oh, with them constantly canceling Aqua Teen and bringing it back. Yeah. Do they bring it back again? Man, I, back in 2004, I, I was I an Aqua Teen junkie. I'm going to one up you on that one. Check my it out, My favorite Drex. Christmas album, by the way. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm going to do the robbery. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever listened to Have Yourself a Media Little Christmas? Yeah. It was hands down my That's favorite awesome. Christmas album. I also went and saw we're the movie on, in the theater, gonna, and it was the worst. Novel one. <laughs> the chicken quesadilla with the mild sauce. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the studios on that JP yeah. Dub tip. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I've walked into like a dream I wake up from at 2 a.m. <laughs> What's going on? Meatwad is talking to The Rock. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Your ass better take somebody! Dun, 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 dun. Oh, you didn't know? You can call the Juice Pro Wrestling Hotline at one 267 4199 if you'd like it a little sexier. That's... <gasps> One eight seven two two six seven forty one ninety nine. Call. Don't delay.
And you can also find us on Twitter at JPW Podcast, on Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling, and on Facebook at Juice Pro Wrestling. You can also join the JP Woo. The JP Woo, what is that? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe, you bastitch. Join. Talk about anything that's pro wrestling related. Your experiences, your passions, your loves, your desires, and sometimes we want stretchy pants. It's just for fun. Any of that shit, we welcome it all. Everybody, join in on the conversation. I want to hear what you got, because you already heard what I got, and you all know it's girthy as fuck. Uh, Steve, thanks for coming out on the show, man. You know, Smooth you- transition there. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> hey, because I'm a smooth criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Don't tell me to wrap it up. Oh, man. Steve, thanks for coming out tonight. Thank Warrior Wrestling is the shit. I cannot wait to attend the show. And hopefully, you know, we're going to mob up there deep. We're going to mob up real strong, real hard, real swift. <laughs> you thought I was coming with something different. And I changed it up like Roddy Piper. Yeah. Change the questions. Yeah, that's right. I got all the answers. Not. Yeah, Steve, thanks for coming on. We're going to have you on again, me. man. We'll We'll do some more stuff with you. Cause you're just you got a good mind, and I want to get more into your uh, your backstory sure. with professional wrestling. So if you don't mind, please come again. Will there be Coors Golden Banquet beer? <laughs> uh, well, there'll probably be three Floyds next time. Oh well. So you all know, right then. That uh, just you know a little cheap right now. It's the <laughs> holidays. I'm in the holidays, and so is my fucking wallet. <laughs> Drex, it was great having you back on the show, Thanks brother. For back on, guys. Yeah, yeah. And threaten, go fuck yourself. Wad I'm up. Wad I'm up. Wad I'm up. Wad I'm up. You gonna do sex to me? Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.